0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Up to 90. Up to 90. Well, I put the musical insert this week, Emmett? Does it make us more professional if we have a musical insert? Maybe it does.
0: Leave us grand. Absolutely fine. How are you? Oh, the big question. Oh, we're grand. We're fine.
1: Um, We're flying it now. We're on the solids. Things are getting messy. Uh, We were in town today. I had Ted strapped to my body, met a very nice lady. She asked, was he 18 months old? I said, no, he's seven months old. This keeps happening because I was in Tesco the other day and they guessed that he was two. So... I'm like, no, this spud is only seven months old, my beloved spud. Um, And we were traipsing around town, and everyone we met, I said, we're going to Kane's fish shop. And they said, oh, lovely. And, you know, somebody, the next person would ask, where are you off to? And I'd say, we're off to Kane's fish shop. I must have said it to four or five people that I was going to the fish shop. And I have news for you I traipsed from one side of town to the other, only to discover that the fish shop, is not open on a Monday. Now, I refuse to accept that nobody, I told a slew, a slew of locals that I was going to the fish shop and not one person thought to tell me that that fish shop was closed.
0: As my mother would say, are they only laughing at me? Is that what this is about, Emma? Well, no, I think what's happening in Dingle, it's very clear. If people are saying that ted is two ted is 18 months old it seems clear and it's sad but we have to state the facts. that crack has made its way to dingle finally because and if people don't know that the fish shop isn't open on a monday it just sounds like there's a serious drug epidemic going on in dingle and i think this is this conversation now this start of you saying your story about having ted strapped to your body and people just nodding along with you and saying oh enjoy it a bit of fish will be lovely tonight this is going to be shown in the documentary i don't know who's going to make it if it's going to be orgy if it's going to be a netflix thing i think it could be a netflix thing because just the whole thing of the really big it up like you know dingle and like you know all the history and culture of Dingle and this, like you know, place where people go flock. People flock to Dingle, and then it's like it's been overrun with crack. And I think you just haven't noticed because you have been spending most of your time in Garvey's and the post office. But I think if you'd actually, maybe that's where the crack is going on. Maybe it's going on in the fish shop, and they're not even well, aware of Monday, Maybe they're selling crack. They're not selling fish anymore.
1: Do you know what? Uh, oh, my God, the Zoom just froze there. Is there anything more disturbing when the Zoom freezes on your face? Oh, I think you're right. When you started speaking of crack, I thought you meant the old Irish crack. But you were no. talking Netflix
0: documentary crack. Yeah, that's what I think. Or Crack would it be- with a hard
1: CK at the end. Or would it be crystal meth? Would, would that be see I'm never sure what the drugs are and I can remember I had Maurice on mm. once on a crime land Maurice Gown he's a very funny comedian do check her out on Instagram if you haven't already she's gas um but I had her on and I was asking her lots of questions about what the drugs were and she was like Judy why do you have me on this and I was like I thought you'd know what crystal meth was." you've lived in California she's like Judy no so look we were unsure we came away from that podcast more confused than when we started hence why people occasionally leave reviews like it just felt like the podcast was under researched yes (laughs) it's a passion project that's my disclaimer when people are like but I expected West Cork and instead I got a woman who spent 20 minutes talking about how a fish shop was closed yes that is the brand um no and actually i you're right that very well that could have been one happening actually at the risk of digressing do you know no.
0: i had a call
1: an hour today philadelphia
0: tom the hanks the chief oh sorry the film okay neither
1: yeah. third option the film well, you know when you think about it, obviously amazing film and all the rest, um, very very sad. Uh, I mean probably you know soundbite the sound by the night. Julie thinks Philadelphia the movie was sad. Wow, Julie, you're so in tune with emotions. Um, but isn't it strange so that was basically fil- a film about one man's um battle with discrimination obviously suffering from AIDS so is was a film really about his experience of having AIDS in 90s America but it's strange that they called it Philadelphia isn't it well I don't think it was it wasn't named after the cheese sure, it, wasn't. No, it wasn't after the cheese but it would hmm. be like say though, if you were exploring the story I don't know like somebody's battle with hepatitis C and you called it Kilkenny it just, it's funny, isn't it? Because it doesn't really correlate with the name of the movie.
0: Hmm. I know. Do you know what? Speaking of Tom Cruise. I... Well, have... never,
1: we were talking about Tom Hanks, but we can speak oh. about Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we're Sorry. putting in the Winona rider wins an Oscar box.
0: Is it not Tom Cruise in Philadelphia?
1: No, it's, oh, geez. As if any of us would have sat through that
0: what am I thinking
1: no of because I used just... to have that joke and I never really got it to work on stage but I would say to an audience member you know that film Tom Hanks was in it was a pioneering film and it explored um, it explored somebody battling AIDS and they would say yes Philadelphia and I would say no Faris Gump Pearl Jenny women erased from cinematic history once again yeah Oh, my God. Never really I... worked in the crunch with the guys in the Harvard hoodies saying, what is this a lady saying?
0: I'm witching out. Know. I'm witching you know. out. Tom Cruise. Time.
1: OK, if he was in Philadelphia, it would
0: have been a lot of shouting. Oh, well, that, that's what I'm getting onto. I happened upon Tom Cruise on um, Graham Norton. That's on a Saturday night, is it, or Friday night? I don't know.
1: Friday night, back in the day. We're just living in, I feel like we're just living in this warp zone of reruns. But I think back when life was normal, Graham Norton was on a Friday.
0: No, but this isn't reruns. This is like there's no audience there and they're all socially distanced or whatever. But they're allowed to go to the, uh, to be interviewed in studio. So Tom Cruise is on it and John Bishop is on it. John Bishop. <laughs> John <laughs> is on it, right? John yeah. Bishop. so basically, Graham, John Graham. Bishop, right? And Can't
1: believe me, look. Basically. There's always a whack of that off John Bishop, is
0: there? Can't believe me, look. Probably made up. He is on it, right? And he's being a uh, classic John Bishop telling stories in a relaxed, effortless way that are funny but you know they feel like stories it doesn't feel rehearsed or doesn't feel like stand-up obviously he, you know he's worked these stories but he does it very well and Tom Cruise was sitting there going who the fuck is this chap and everything John Bishop said he was trying to get he was trying to get in on it and Tom was fuming and he was he was doing that thing where he gets very excited he gets very excitable When it's kind of, there's a bit of laughter and it's all kicking off. I thought, I nearly thought that he was going to pull out jumping up on the chair. I think like, I nearly thought that he was going to do that. You thought
1: he was going to jump up on the chair?
0: Yeah, just like for all time's sake, just like, well, this went down well the last time. I might as well do this because this, this fella, John Bishop, who I can't understand a fucking word he's saying, seems to be like raking in all the laughs. I don't even know who else is on it. Oh, some some English actress, I uh, you know you know just one of those English actresses that's just kind of a bit boring, and she's just kind of professional yeah. English, yeah, you know one of them.
1: Do I watch? Yes, there always seems to be a bit of that lately on Graham Norton,
0: but oh, not even them.
1: not even limited to female actors. I would say just a kind of you know an actor that like you're like were they in the crown were they in peaky blinders like I just can't play oh and they talk like this but actually you know they play a John Bishop character and everyone's like wow yeah. but I can imagine i wanting enjoying. to get in on the John Bishop vibe he, yeah I so went wants, to school wants- right and Tom's like I know school yeah <laughs> A, like you're talking nice. a high school element so is That's, it a school I you know Tom was just
0: a fucking school <laughs> you know, yeah Jesus Christ the manic laughing and kind of the energy of a but in fairness to Tom he does look well and yeah the English he wasn't getting in on the English actresses vibe because she's there to like the stories are always something like the first day on set and I, I dropped my pen or something. You're just like, oh, deadly, deadly story, deadly. And we're all meant to be like it's Yeah,
1: that or it's the oh, next thing my agent called me and she said, you won't believe this, but you've gotten the job. And I turned to the gardener and I said, gardener, gardener, I, I got the job. And he said, you what? And we all laughed and we laughed and we laughed, but we didn't laugh too long because the gardener was working. But we were so excited. I went in, I said it to the cook, I said, I got the job. She said, you did not want a job. And we fell around laughing. And Tom's then, like, ah, you got a job? Yeah. I've got a job. I'm an actor. Is anyone going to talk to me?
0: And then Graham, just like he just lightly just uh, over uh, the fact uh, that her parents or whatever, are uh, you know, from acting royalty or whatever. Or oh, yeah. The They're artists. A direct, yeah, exactly. Both parents and of course
1: your dad, your dad has a funny job. That's right. My father, he he <laughs> he paints nudes. And and I can remember one time as a child, I, I went into the manor and it was the West Wing. I didn't usually go into the West Wing, and next thing my mummy is there and she's totally naked. Father was painting her. <laughs> We laughed and we laughed and we laughed.
0: So as I said, crack has reached Dingle. That's, oh, the crack is, is the crack <laughs> is real
1: The uh, crack is real. Yes. Yeah, so look, if anyone's listening, a just a heads up. Kane's Fish Shop don't let don't let the lo- locals fool you. It's not open. It is absolutely not open. Um, but yeah, and that's. what is it open
0: Sat- Is it open Saturday and Sunday
1: though? So, open Saturday, I think it could be closed Sunday, Monday, but currently their lemon sole is just, it's out of this world. I lie in bed at night dreaming of their lemon sole, and that is not an exaggeration.
0: It's expensive, though. It's
1: so reasonable. You you wouldn't believe how reasonable it is. I got six small fillets of lemon sole on Friday, and it was less than €6. Well, now,
0: Maggie will back me up on this. Hopefully. But there is a fish mongers near us and extortionate and they don't put prices on anything.
1: Oh, I hate that. Oh, it's just it's too much. And you see, I just I hate the way fish has become. Honestly, it's like it's like procuring diamonds these days. It's just so difficult to actually eat fish um and keep it within budget unless you're living beside Canes, which is a great fish app. Um I mean I, I would say I recommend it, but sure look, everyone who comes to Jingle and Buys Fish goes there. I know,
0: uh, it's like it's like as if we've overfished our waters, isn't it? I know, but then I read some that a, I read a conspiracy theory
1: on that. That we haven't overfished the waters at all. And this Uh, virus has just been one big hoax. Oh, sure, of course we have. Absolutely. Well, don't get me started on. Like, I do really feel at the risk of sounding like a Brexiteer over here. Love the EU and all the rest. But Irish fishermen have been really, and fisherwomen, have been really, really screwed by the EU. And it is outrageous. And it really makes me angry. Sorry, I just, this
0: is... uh changing subject again, but we have to apologise for last week's episode because we... Spoke. Oh yes! <laughs> so
1: funny. Us being all reasonable.
0: We were being all reasonable about uh, ex- expose presenter on Instagram and, like, look, we'll call a spade a spade now. We're amongst friends, but we're really, like, this is absolute nonsense. But, oh, look we're off.
1: we were trying to be she... reasonable, but, like, and I, we, I, we do believe in debate and discussion, but, like, look, I mean, then
0: it is Holocaust. what it is now. Holocaust I know. Was brought up. And so, we're out now, really, aren't we? we're completely out
1: absolutely out and yes and i totally don't judge people on this they can do what they want it's their instagram it's their social media people and i had to laugh listening back to this last week's episode i was saying to fred let's play a drinking game every time julie says people i love and respect have a drink because it's only yeah. it like four times i have no idea why um but no like people i do like still follow ashley and i'm like what the hell is going on why give someone the follow, even if it's a hate follow? It's like up to the bitter end of Trump. So many people were still following Trump. I'm like, why? Because if you want to get a Trump update, just fucking search for him.
0: Yeah, but look, I don't want to be putting that kind of stuff out. Like if if 60% of my following is hate following, like, please don't oh, follow me. Oh,
1: hate follows oh speaking of hate fellows julie's book club is happening this friday it's the silent patient i'm throwing up more options i meant to do this last week and i actually for some reason had difficulty very hard to do much with the patreon on your phone so i'm going to go on the laptop put up some options that people kindly suggested a few people message me for next mm-hmm. month and this friday is the silent <laughs> patient it's very available um It's very available in all the bookshops. So even if you haven't bought it yet, I think, well, I suppose you'll be getting this Wednesday, so you probably won't have it read. But please join us if you have read the book. Um, it'll be great. And that's over on the Patreon. Do you know what happened to me today? I was sitting oh. on the loo, because you know, obviously, when you have the baby, like you go to the loo, you're bringing the phone, because you're committing. You're in there for as long as possible. I sat there so long, so long scrolling on my Twitter that my legs went completely dead, like total pins and needles on the loo, like completely both mm-hmm. legs dead so I actually had to call Fred and Fred had to come in and lift me off the loo obviously I'd wiped and I flushed but he had to come in and help me up it was a low moment I just had such bad pins and needles
0: and when did your legs? your legs when
1: did your legs go
0: back to normal
1: well, this is funny because he left me then standing up. He's like, there you are now, you're grand. But I still couldn't walk. So I had to call him again. It was just jelly like central. Oh, my God. I know. I mean, okay no, now look, probably won't. Of course. I mean, look, that story probably won't make the final edit. But I just thought it was just the look of disgust on Fred's face when he came in. And he was like, have you wiped? I was like what doesn't matter lift me up and then as he lifted me up he was like I only wanted a coffee in Galway because that was our first date (coughs) it's a running joke but I only want anytime I'm like can you pass me a bottle I only
0: wanted a coffee (laughs) in Galway I was only trying I was only networking Um, what uh, how long were we on the toilet for oh a
1: long long time I was on, it. I was on, I'm not going to lie. I was on the line for a long time. I was catching up on some serious correspondence. I could, do you know, it could have been 25
0: minutes. Yeah, that's kind of the length of time a man would sit on the toilet with a phone.
1: I know. And do you know what? I've never, I don't know if I ever sat in the toilet that long without needing to sit on the toilet that long, but like.
0: And you, but you were just getting your scroll on. Was there anything that you think you saw online that triggered? Well. It wasn't Dylan. so much
1: that, but I thought Jose Marino was dead. And it took me too long to work out that he wasn't dead because he was trending because he's left Spurs. And so I shouted out to Fred, I was like, did you hear Jose Marino died? And then I just had to confirm whether or not he was dead. And sure, I keep clicking yeah. in. Obviously, Kate Middleton has been trending for five days. I keep fucking clicking in, hoping upon hope that something interesting is being said by Kate Minton. It's just the same thing. Weeding her out in the black mask and the black hat and the we get it, we get it, we get it. PS they ha-
0: it's done now though, isn't it? I know they I mean, had the funeral. Well They're I kind of drag it out in England a bit, don't they?
1: They do. They do. I I don't know, like I feel Obviously, you know, we did we discuss Prince? I don't know if we touched upon, but I think we did discuss Prince Philip dynasty. I mean, yeah. But I do find it funny now that, um, obviously, with it being the most complained about thing in TV history, I mean, that is kind of gas, not being bad. But like, imagine news coverage of your life being the most offensive thing in TV history.
0: It's pretty bad. Like, I mean, how I don't know how they how long they get out of my l- life. They'd probably get like with music, like with music in it as well and a photo like montage. I'd say uh three minutes. No, oh, not.
1: this is this is you. As they say as they say, Dan and Dingle, this is you a geese crooked. You're real fishing now. Fishing.
0: No, but I think most longer. people But I think, okay. but unless you're a person who I know he was married to the Queen and he's got a few bits, but there's only a few key. There's only a few key things you can hit on with a person. Like say if you have somebody who won a whole load of Oscars, you're just going to mention their first one and then say and they went on to win X for X. You know what I mean? You're not going to skip into the
1: Oscars. Yeah.
0: You know, you've just got to do the highlights. You can't hit everything.
1: You can't. No. Imp-
0: Impossible. Unless you've got songs, unless you've got your own songs, like George Michael, because you can dot them in between. You know what I mean? But I think. George,
1: R.E.P. George.
0: Yeah. Oh, whatever. Did you hear? This was, do you
1: remember on Up to 90 back in the day? I think it was our most listened to episode before we decided we were sick of the nineties and then just said we just chat every week. Yeah. Um do you remember I was banging on about um me being of course the true crime head here? I uh was talking about so fan sophie, sophie, sophie Plantier's murder. Yeah. And Ian Bailey he actually broke up with his long-term partner this week. I don't know if you saw this.
0: Oh no, I didn't.
1: Yeah, so they broke up, and Jules Thomas um, Savicy and Bailey, who um, was the prime suspect back in the day for the Sophie Toscani planting murder, and was actually found—he um, was found guilty in a French court, but he was found guilty in absentia. So he wasn't actually put on trial, but they just reviewed the evidence and found him to be guilty. And they actually asked um, the Irish court's for permission to extradite him, but then the whole pandemic happened. Do you know don't you know if you're aware of this, Emma, but there was actually a virus this year, so it kind of delayed things in the court system. So he wasn't actually extradited to France and probably won't be from a from a legal position. Yeah. But so Ian Bailey and Jules Thomas, who was his long-term Welsh partner, have broken up. Um and uh, so poor old Sophie Tuscan to Just to remind people very quickly that Sophie was beaten to death near Bailey's home in December 1996, but he has always denied any involvement. And, yeah, so they broke up and she told the Irish Mail on Sunday, Jules Thomas, after twenty-five years I'm sick of tired of banging on with this. It's just been awful. All that stuff in print, the press attention, the photographers, everything. I put up with him for far too long and I realized now it was a waste of time. It was always a one-way flow. Men like him don't ever bend or accommodate. It's to do with their egos. Yes, he was physically abusive to me a couple of times. We spit up for a while and then got back together again. The Welsh woman said she believes Bailey is innocent innocent and she said she would have left him sooner if it wasn't for the intense media scrutiny including the French trial she said I am convinced it was innocence always have been and that it was a stitch up by the guards from the beginning if I'd left him in the middle of it all it would have looked like he did it so I just gritted my teeth and then Mr. Bailey who was a journalist in Vertica,mas confirmed the split to the newspaper and said I'm feeling very raw at present so I don't want to speak about this right now but it is over Um, so Ian Bailey serving pizzas at a farmer's market near you Uh, yeah so
0: they broke up I mean it was
1: probably a relationship even anyone did you listen to West Cork Emma that podcast no I
0: didn't hang on I'm just going to turn on the light the audio
1: book I should say I will I turn on mine as well because it is once again it's every time we never see the darkness coming it's like it floors us hang on guys
0: Oh, and do you know what was so funny there the other day? Um, do, you remember when we were de- do you remember when we were doing the uh, gigs with Joanne? And she was like, uh, do neither of you have like a ring light or something? No. No. I mean, I, I did, did but I wasn't using it properly. That. And we were just like, "Yeah, no, who cares? But um, no, I didn't actually listen to it. And funny enough, Shane has actually just finished it there. Did he, he love it? it? Yeah, he said it was great. Like it was really, it's really well made. good, and it's very. So I, like, mm, I think I will because I remember you had you had listened to it and it was brilliant. And I yeah. listened to one. Um, what did I listen to recently? That was a crime one. Oh, it was about um our old mate who used to go out with Epstein. What's her face? Gillaine. Gillaine. Yeah, I listened to one uh, recently about her and I enjoyed it I do I, I was like I don't know if I'll enjoy this I like, could kind of heavily produced you know it's almost like a tv show in a yeah. podcast I was like oh, I don't know if I really but I did enjoy it so I must put it on my list but sorry just when you were saying that they're like so how how long have they been together since all of this like scrutiny started well you know 25
1: I mean. years since that incident happened and like one thing with West Cork um it was, I mean, obviously it's a case that continues to really divide people. I mean, even anytime I discuss it with friends of mine who have any passing interest in the case, we're always divided, like as to who thinks that he did do it, who thinks that it was a frame or whatever. But one thing that was definitely very clear from West Cork was you really felt sorry for Jules Thomas, the partner, because obviously mm-hmm. she had been in a very volatile, physically abusive relationship. There seemed to be a lot of you know, alcohol abuse involved as well. And in that series, it was noticeable that she did not really speak to the reporters alone, bar on one occasion. So that's yeah. something that kind of really disconcerts you as a listener. Do you know that a woman is like not? She's never speaking to them on her own. Like he's always present bar on one occasion is I, you don't want to say not allowed to speak to these people on her own, or is she not comfortable speaking to them on her, but it just, it's a, it. their relationship dynamic I felt was something that really struck me as a listener So it's interesting Mm -hmm. now that she is actually taking a step back because like that was 25 years ago. I mean, they're really obviously like their lives have been consumed by this case for the last 25 years. Um, And like even her description of him there, I mean, like obviously he comes across as an incredibly narcissistic man. So living with that, I can only imagine living with that level of ego, um, what it would be like. But yeah, so they have
0: spit up. 25 years is such a long It's a
1: long long time yeah it's a very long time and also the fact that like all their dirty laundry was kind of brought out there for all to see and judge and now that was kind of his own doing because remember he brought that um, defamation case and that's when like I suppose all this book book of evidence as such was produced even though it wasn't a book of evidence because it was a civil case but like all that stuff about the physical abuse and all that, like that must've been so hard on her because presumably it was him driving this case because he wanted to clear his name and blah, blah, blah. But like she was the one who was, I suppose, made particularly vulnerable because yeah. all the, all this information came out about how he beat her so badly. Um, You know, really just the, um, just a lot of, a lot of horrible stuff there. So look, uh it I just was surprised by that after all this time.
0: I see, I don't even know how you go well, I know how you could go about clearing your name, but like whether you are guilty or not of something, it's very hard to clear your name once it's been damaged to such a degree.
1: Well, I suppose he, whether or not he he was guilty, none of us know. But what I will say is I don't think he did himself any favours because he did court the attention. So I suppose he can't have it both ways in the sense that like numerous people talked about going on holidays to Skull and Him telling them in a pub, oh, you know, I supposedly killed that woman or I killed that woman or, you know, giving a lift to hitchhiker and saying to the hitchhiker, oh, you know, I was doing great until I went up there and killed that woman. So like he really did, I suppose he kind of, um, he certainly courted attention and he probably probably on some level because he, he does strike, I think, anyone as being a very narcissistic personality that he did enjoy kind of creating this narrative around himself yeah. Um, so, I mean, then, of course, you know, if he was an innocent man, well, there has been something very egregious done to him by, you know, the state and by the guards, et cetera, because he has repeatedly been referred to as the prime suspect and been, I suppose, presented to us as such. So if he was innocent all this time, you would feel sorry for him, of course, on some level. But at the same time, if you haven't killed someone, then don't go around saying you have. Because that's, you know, that's very unhelpful for everyone involved. I mean, especially like the victim's family, like, you know, that, you know, more than, you know, when people get those prank calls from people saying, oh, I think we talked about it on the crime land when we were talking about Philip Carnes." you know, people ringing up saying, oh, well, you know, I did it. I have him here, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just, it's very harmful to the family if you are going to say that stuff, whether or not you're under the influence of alcohol or whatever, there's kind of no excuse.
0: Yeah. And I think like, you know, I don't want to be too judgmental here, but there is a lot to be said for not killing people.
1: I mean, I don't know about you, but I think murder is bad. That's my, I mean, it's controversial. I'm putting it out there. And I always thought like, even like, you know, at the time Ian Bailey's, it was, you know, around Christmas and all the excuses to why he was seen with scratches around that time by numerous people in the village. And, you know, he explained it away like it was such a violent depiction of Christmas. It was like, well, the turkey scratched me and I climbed a Christmas tree and I got scratched. Like, I just think who has such a violent frenzied Christmas? You're being attacked by turkey's Christmas trees. Like whatever happened to a bit of fairy tale in New York, a nice Irish coffee and a couple of mince pies?
0: the turkey he he said the turkey turkey. scratched
1: him at one time he said the turkey scratched him and then um, that he climbed a Christmas tree and that caused scratches and hilariously to kind of disprove this theory one of the guards, the group of guards (laughs) went to the Christmas trees in question, um, the Christmas tree farmer and one of the guards climbed the Christmas tree to see could he get scratched in the same way, like there was a lot of that crack um, and we do, we say that with love. Okay, we say that in love because I've got a lot of guards yeah. in the family. I know I'm such, like my auntie is always like, Judy, you are so indoctrinated because you are like a guard's daughter and a few of my uncles are guards and all the rest. I probably am.
0: Of course you would be, but like we all have elements of that in different things, you know, like we all we all have elements of that. I don't know any guards, so...
1: Not. you don't know one guard.
0: Oh no, I do I do know a guard, but I don't know I've no like guards in my family or but about the uh, guard you got rid of that case for you. You know him, don't you? Yeah, well that that was business. That was more of an exchange. You know what danna, I mean? Like, danna, oh, danna. Yeah,
1: that was transactional.
0: You're right. Yeah, like,
1: you know, um
0: very friend. you know, very friendly and all that, but
1: you um, threw the tweet out, he got back, the job was done. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I've no,
0: I've
1: no, uh, I've no family guards. Uh, well, on. I'm, you see, I say things like, oh, thank God the guards are here. My auntie's always like, Julie, this just is really symptomatic of your privilege that you're happy to see the guards. The rest of us can't stand them. I'm like, what? This is just me up, me up and like my in my little guard tower over here saying things like, yeah, they've got a tough job. My auntie's like, what are you talking about?
0: But, did, but if you got stopped by a guard now, because I know you've had your, run, your run-ins with the law, do how long does it take you before you tell them that your dad used to be a guard?
1: Uh, well, no, I used to save that one for when I was trying to get into nightclubs underage. I'd be like, listen, just okay. will see you know, My dad's, I don't know, I don't know, should I be name dropping like this? But just so you know, my dad's a ministerial driver. Yeah. Um, the war. Arts, arts and the Grail don't want to brag <laughs> but you know Eamon O'Keefe yeah like he gets to sit beside him seven days out of 14. Thank you. You're welcome. Of course it didn't. I was always off my head on Fat Frogs and book fast. I mean, talk about crack of crystal meth. Book <laughs> fast is essentially crystal meth. Telling people my dad was a ministerial driver, nobody cares. I used to say that back in the day because dad would have a gun because he was a special branch. And I was always like, what is the story with Dad and the gun? Like, who's taking a pop at the Minister for Arts and the Grail Cooked?
0: And did he have have got that that
1: grant? (laughs) I should have got that grant. Put the gun down. For my installation. He lost the phonoica. Put the gun down, sir. Yeah, no, he would have to have it on his person.
0: And did he have a shooting range out the back? Did he teach you to shoot? So no. Be detected? I in never. case he came for the family? In case somebody came for the family, for the family no. Like no the, if I can any, imagine, was your house a bit like the bodyguard? The movie? No. And Kevin?
1: Yeah, I mean, if Whitney and Kevin spent 95% of their time killing one another, that would definitely have been my mother or father. It was like Whitney and Kevin, but with less shouting, I would say. Um, You were like
0: the sister, you were Whitney's sister in the
1: bodyguard, where you were actually behind the whole thing. I was the wind beneath the wings. That's always been my role. That's my role on up tonight. That's my Speaking of Crystal Meth, you know when the eyes start to roll back and around. Blah. Blah. <laughs> Thank you, Bet. Thank you for that. Um, I only recently saw Bet in a film and I was like, God, like, is she now cancelled forever since that tweet? Do you remember that awful tweet you put up?
0: I can't I can't. I can't keep up. I don't know if she is. I never was buying into her at all. Ah, come on. Ah, You never buying into Hocus Pocus either, I suppose. Never seen it. Never seen Hocus Pocus. Never 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 seen these two. How are we friends? So you have to remember, I grew up with two older brothers who dominated their own control. Yeah. When would I have been getting to watch Hocus Pocus? When? Fair point, Yeah never seen a dirty dancing uh
1: now come here when you come down to you know the way you were saying you're going to come down well i extend the invitation you're going to come down to us in the summer yes for four we'll watch weeks. dirty dancing
0: we're coming down for four weeks oh my god don't even
1: joke fred would want you here for four weeks <laughs> and we're leaving the boys for two Ah, but you know what, we need somebody to mind the gaff when we go to the, like Ted's he's only seven months like he needs yeah. me and Joe to look after him when we go to the pub.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: responsible about this Emma. We can't leave. We can't leave Ted on his own.
0: No, I'm definitely coming down during the summer. There's no
1: fear. But we'll watch. We'll time. watch Dirty Dancing. I mean, Dirty Dancing. I think really stands the test of time. Like it's great. Well, I,
0: I, I do feel like I've seen it all because I've seen so many clips of it. You know, yeah. what I mean? I'm nearly like how I'm nearly like have I seen it? But no, I've definitely have not watched it from start to finish. But I think <laughs> I have a bad tolerance for. Uh, cheesy movies maybe I'm not the best either at the same time
1: yeah hence why we have Emma's movie club
0: (laughs) I'm quite we need to do
1: that as well
0: maybe we'll have it done by the time the episode comes out I know we totally forgot but I still want to do it about that one I care a lot yeah we'll do that one so
1: anyway that's the story with Ian Payne I mean it's it's a case that continues to fascinate where's the missing gate guys that's what I want to know. How do you lose a gate? I say that as a fan of the guards. I love the guards. But I will ask the question, how did you lose the gate, guys? OK, that's a big piece of evidence to lose. The gate is gone. I want to know where it is. If you know where the gate is, please get in touch. And Camille, are you watching Line of Duty? I'm not because I've watched it on Netflix, I missed the episode on b b c forgetting that if you don't of course if you miss the episode that's it, you're done. you can't watch it on the player. I've been looking up I don't think there's any way for me to watch it
0: until that the bitter know. end it is to be honest like it is hard to watch some of like the kind of stuff like that you are yeah you are better off watching it. Um I can find out for you. I can ask my friend about it. Oh. Oh no,
1: listen. Are you are you watching it? Is it any good?
0: Yeah, I'm watching it. It kinda of took me a few episodes to get into. Obviously I've watched all the other series. But uh
1: you know it's not Kate's a complete still cook calling for backup all the time.
0: She is. And you know what? I it's not... I
1: need backup. You're like Kate, you can carry three coffees. Come on.
0: She uh it it's not a complete bot. Situation, but it is—it's a bit bosh in terms of like. Yeah, I'm. I'm not grasping everything that's going on. Can I show you something just quickly? Always. i want to show you this. I got this suit, right? Let me see this. Can you a suit that's green with fur on it? Lovely, yeah. And then I got there's a skirt to go with it, so it's really nice. But I got it from this girl on Instagram. She's called. Uh, it's pre-loved by. Jay and Joe I think it's named after our parents but so I got the suit and I got the skirt and it's like it was handmade by some woman I'd say in the like 70s and it it was very very small and I could just about get it on but I was like it was like my arse and my skirt were wrestling So I went to this place in Nookrobe called Perfect Fit, and I'd never gotten anything altered before. So I was like, "Oh, this is gonna fucking cost a bomb or whatever." So I went up. They measured me. They let it out, like to make it bigger, and they put a new zip on it. How much do you reckon that was? And it fits perfectly now.
1: I would say thirty quid. Yeah, it was thirty. Great value. I couldn't believe it. That's very, I- very cute, Emma. Where are you going to wear that to now?
0: Well, what do you have wrong. coming up?
1: So are you presenting the news or something? I'm very concerned seeing you whip out a
0: suit. Well, do you remember me and Claire Byrne? No, I knew it. Um, yeah, I'm this makes I'm so much
1: sense because I was looking at the new prime time. Jesus, talk about Crystal meth. the new prime time <laughs> backdrop. Barbie's dream House on steroids. And I was thinking, this is so trippy. Like, this is definitely... Pay-. The next thing I know, Emma Dorn's going to be here, sitting beside Sarah McInerney.
0: Well, they just thought it would be good for me to have green with the red hair and kind of the contrast because they want, they want the brunette, they want the blonde and they want the redhead.
1: Of course, it's Spice Girls, but it's prime yeah. time.
0: Yeah, and there's going to be a big ad campaign and stuff. So I'm not always going to wear green, but it's, you know, that's I'm going to be autumnal colours and with greens and that kind of thing. Well, it suits suits you, sir. Yeah. And I'm just going to do the lighter stuff. I mean, I'd expect nothing less. Well, I hope that's just for the start, because I really want to get my teeth into something, you know, a bit meatier. You know me. And my journalistic background, I've never done journalism, but you know know me. Well,
1: listen, I think, you know, Ian Bailey's always up for an interview.
0: Mm, mm, Yeah, I would like, you know, like, in fairness to us, we are always the first to break stories on Katie Price-ish.
1: Always, always. Um, I know, so a listener did get in touch, not so long, and ask who Katie Price was. It was an international listener. Oh, I have bad news, by the way. Emma, bad news about the podcast. We're actually, I'm really sad to say this, but we're out of the Argentinian comedy podcast charts. We're gone. We're not even, we're not even the top 200 in Argentina. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. I think it could be what you were saying last week about Buenos Aires. I know. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, you know, I've been DMing people asking, will they sponsor us? This is not going to. I've been opening with my first sign, Just so you know, we're very big in Argentina. I have to come up with a plan B now. So, look, you've got your light segment on prime time. You're mixing it up. You're keeping it current.
0: Yeah. I know, I'm trying. Well, I was, on BBC, I was on BBC Radio 4 today and I reviewed Frank of Ireland. But it's a tricky situation to be put, placed in because people that aren't from Ireland don't realise that Irish people take an, an Irish oath at their confirmation to never speak ill of Ireland to people not from Ireland.
1: Now tell me, have you watched Frank of Ireland? Were you on BBC uh-huh.
0: Radio 4 today? Oh was, yeah. I was talking about Frank of Ireland, yeah.
1: Oh my god, what show were you on? Uh
0: some show called Front Row.
1: Front Row, okay.
0: And um, so is that show, available yeah. online? I don't know. It probably is, I'm sure I'm sure it is. What did you um, make of Frank of Ireland? Well, so I watched when I watched when I watched the first episode and the second episode, oh, I was like, oh, what's going on? Because the character, Frank, you know, he's this character in his 30s um, living at home with the mom, thinks the world owes him something, you know what I mean, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But like, he's he just doesn't come across as being very nice, like there's not a lot of charm to him because so you're kind of just sitting there going, what's fucking going on here? And there's a lot of penisy jokes as well, which is fine. I don't begrudge a penis reference, but like there's a lot like <laughs> quite a lot. There's there's I don't know how many boner jokes there is. There's boner and anal jokes from work go. <sighs> okay. So when when you know, I'm thinking it's no bosh. That's
1: what I'm thinking.
0: It's not a bosh. So but when you know, when there's two males in lead route, well obviously like Uh, brain is lead and then his brother is supporting Donald. You're kind of like a lot of penis jokes, a lot of jokes about anal sex. You're just like, what's going on? But then by the end of the third episode, I was like, okay, I'm I'm actually on board now, but it took me till the third episode. And I think that's why I've seen such a mixed review from people. People are like, oh my God, absolutely hilarious. And then other people are like, absolutely pile of shite. But I think it takes to the third episode. And then I suppose like with comedy, obviously, your like with any show, you're doing like your characters and your plot and your arc and all that. But then with the comedy, I feel like it's extra work then because they've got to add in the jokes on top of all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So you know the way, like sometimes, I, even as like a then a comedian, you don't want to be too harsh on comedy either. And it does usually, you know, you have to give. I I don't know about you, but like you know the way you kind of give shows room, wouldn't you, to kind of see where they go or whatever.
1: That's the thing with the comedy, as you say, you need to give it room to grow. But sometimes I question this thing of give it to episode three because I just think, well, nobody, nobody ever said about me, Jeannie J. Do you know what? Give her till episode three. The first, the first couple of episodes, pretty hairy. Yeah. You're not going to like oh, her yeah. very much. But episode three, that's when she really shines. That's when she comes into turn. So I just feel, why extend compassion to Frank of Ireland when the same compassion wasn't extended to me? But look, that's just me making it about me, which would not be like me at all.
0: But they're 25... They're, I was going to say 20, <laughs> They're 25 second episodes. They're 25 minutes. Okay, yeah. So were each of your, you know, were each of your episodes, were your three episodes, 25 minutes?
1: Slightly longer, (laughs) slightly longer, as former colleagues would testify to.
0: So I think it just, it depends how long episodes are, how many you're willing to sit through before you walk away. Fair enough,
1: fair enough. I know, nobody's saying, yeah, Jeannie was great, but there was 10 minutes there. That was a bit dodgy. (laughs) I think people are more likely to say, her 20s was kind of a rough ride, wasn't it?
0: Oh, oh my god i don't even want to think about i still meet people country. around
1: town who say things like isn't it great now all your problems they're all gone i'm like jeez i mean they <laughs> do not say god. that they? uh that was said to me relatively recent enough but it was an older lady and i know she mentioned compliment, compliments so i didn't want to say to her, well actually no i just said yes brill because there's no point getting into it on the street with a baby strapped to your body, desperately seeking a fish shop that's open. There's no point saying, yeah. well, you know what? To an external observer, it might seem that way. But we've all got problems, Mary. I just kept on rolling. Did you get your fish anywhere else? Oh, you look, take two guesses where I got the fish. Go on. <laughs> Give me a G, give me an A, give me an R-V-E-Y-S. Garvey. it in Garvey's. Um, they still haven't got back to my request for them to sponsor the podcast, but I'm sure they're just busy selling fish on a Monday because I don't know if I mentioned the other fish shop is closed. So they're busy. They're up to 90, some would say, which might be a nice little segue into a sponsorship deal. We have a few who who. Patrons, will I read them out? We look like you're on the ball there. Bridget, we have Leah, we have Anna, we have Brandon, yeah. We have Brandon, we have Anna, we have Leah, we have Bridget, which are the same names, but I've just read them in the opposite order to give the semblance of many, many patrons. Now if you want to get on board, you know where we are, and we love you very much. We do. Are you going to love us back? This is the question. We're on Patreon if you do want to get on board. And we have our book club this Friday. I'm a bit scared because I haven't checked in with people. Can people actually DM me? Can you DM me if you're going to be at this? Because every time I do this, I know it's only the second time, I do kind of feel like it's my 21st all over again. Uh, what was? Where was your 21st? I didn't have one.
0: Oh, did you not have even a little did you have a few drinks No, um, i was i was pretty deep into the old self-hatred
1: so you weren't celebrating your birth, my twenty-first was hor- my twenty-first was horrendous, no disrespect. But I did have it in a brand new pub known as Moorish Dance, which has obviously since become a proper pub, but I think it had been open for two days when I decided on my 21st there. And nobody thought of any music. So somebody brought a boom box after a couple of hours. And the like it was still all MDF like it was like sawdust oh. practically not sawdust but you know it was brand new like brand spanking new now, it's a deadly pub, absolutely deadly pub. but somebody brought a boombox and the only cd somebody had in their clutch bag because it was the nineties um was um mm-hmm. do you remember this one uh what was it again I'm sure i will i need a soldier I need a soldier. He only carries big things, if you know what I mean. And you're like, we get it, Beyonce. We get it. It's not Frank of Ireland, but I think you're talking about the D. Um, so that was just on repeat. Only carries big things, if you know what I mean. And it was gas, because I... Um, I need a soldier and here. Where are you? Where are it. I've been shifting this guy who had no interest in me. You know, when you look back at these things, you're like, oh my God. I mean, like... I actually feel sorry for him because he could not have made it more obvious that he had no interest in me whatsoever. But he since we'd last shifted, I'd say a week previous, he had gotten himself a girlfriend. And then somebody had gotten me a cake, which was very thoughtful. Um, but I just remember that his girlfriend had the first slice of cake, and I just remember thinking, God, like this kind of sums it all up. Oh, my God. Only carries big things, if you know what I mean. And then we went to the Hillgrove, um, which is, I don't think the Hillgrove's open anymore. Well, nowhere's open anymore. There's a pandemic. But somebody decided for my 21 Kisses, guess what song they picked? And I think this just kind of said, it spoke volumes of where my self-esteem was at. And just probably oh. just my life at the time. Bearing in mind, I'm a December baby. For my mm. 21 kisses, they were like, well, we've got Julie in here near tonight. She's 21. Line off for kisses. And next thing. Feed the world. Let them know it's Christmas time. And I just remember one of my friends saying, he's actually sad, isn't it? All the people starving and dying out there. Anyway, sorry. This site's about you. 21 kisses and you know when he keeps saying 21 kisses and like people have to come up again that's the worst bit when your gay friends have to come up three times you're like back off oh hello again hello again Michael for the third time
0: I would I feel like I wouldn't have been able to deal with it because first of all I would have uh, I would have been in the mindset at the time that uh, uh this wasn't from anyone else this is purely from myself I would have been in the mindset of the time that I didn't deserve a 21st that's where I would have been at oh you can't
1: you can't come out with that clangor and we're on the exit out of up to 90. Strap no. in guys this is going to be another 12 minutes you course you deserved a 21st but you were so full of self-loathing at the time was it? yeah Oh, Emma,
0: that makes no, me really sad. No, but there's a, there's an extra element, like when you're doing the 21 kisses and your toddler's strutting around. Come on. In between your legs. <laughs> there, there's an extra, you know, it adds an extra layer to it. But having said that as well, your whole experience of your 21st... Um, I've heard that from not as bad as yours, but I've heard it's like a similar kind of thing from people that it's it can be quite a humiliating experience. Oh, I mean it was the week humiliating before say you've gone to one, Yeah. Like say the week before oh you've gone to one that's Rammers, like a rammer, oh. ram and then it rolls up to your one and there's like fucking you've had to
1: and people it saying it's ravers. just so close to Christmas, people did not want. To, and I'll never forget one. One of my male friends actually said to the guy who I had been shifting on the regular for a few months, and um, before he started going out with this girl, but he was like, "Are you not going to even wish Julie a happy birthday?" And I was standing right there at the bar, and I was like, "This is just so redundant." He was like, "Happy birthday!" And I was like, "Oh my god, I just <laughs> want." It. And then off we went. Feed the world. People That's saying, "Do you scary. prefer this one or do you prefer the original?" I'm like, "Can I just wait? Can I just be me?" Did you make I... any money though? No. Sure. Look, I was flat. That was when I was going through my serious fake tan phase. There was no disposable income to be had. It was just all going on Saint Tropez. Mm.
0: Well, I think. The old hen and the old wedding now will make up for that Well No, we need
1: to give Emma the 21st she never had. That'd be great
0: live Zoom. I wouldn't. uh, But you know what it was? Remember I was saying to you before we did that gig the other night about the girl. Very nice girl asked me to do a podcast all about like, you know, growing up or whatever. And she gave me (laughs) different topics to talk about. And I think like one of them was your 21st, J1, your Debs. And um, six-year holiday, all this fucking stuff, and I was like, I fucking, I didn't do any." So, this but stuff, like, so. ha, sorry,
1: sounds like a nice girl, but did she do any research on you whatsoever? Tell me about your J one. Like, do a Google. This is like when very, very nice <laughs> Australia kid.
0: for a year. Australia for See, a year. <laughs>
1: imagine if you came out to marriage and said, "Good news, I've gotten my shit together. I'm off to Australia for a year." Ella's going to stay here because she's got her room and I wouldn't want to disrupt that. But I'm, um, I'm heading off. Perth, Part- of here. here I come. <laughs> Margie's like, why is this a one-way ticket? Um, no, I I do laugh at that when people don't do their research because I had a very, very lovely comedian on who's a lovely guy and I really yeah. appreciated him taking the time to do Crimeland. And then he sent me a very funny message after saying, best of luck with the podcast. I think it's a great idea. I think you have a great chance of doing well with it fair play to you and all the rest. And I was like, sorry, I have 37 episodes. I am just going
0: to say how many episodes. Do a Google. This podcast exists. A quick Google.
1: Anyway, look. I don't want to brag, but we are like number one eight nine Crimeland in the Argentinian podcast charts. So
0: oh, and up to nineties out, out baby, out, wow. out, out. Sounds only like not
1: is not only happened.
0: in this, not only in this episode, but in. In up to ninety as a whole, I seem to be the weakest link. I, I think it's me who's responsible for it being Emma.
1: You're the big listen, You're the strongest link. When are we going to start capitalising on your social
0: media fame? I think a following.
1: I feel like every podcast. Every I feel like <laughs> I feel like every female-led Irish podcast is doing better than us, and I'm happy for them. I am. But when, when's it gonna be our time, Emma? When's it gonna be our
0: twenty first? I'm I'm doing a podcast with Claire Byrne. I didn't want to tell you about it. But Gosh. I actually am uh, I'm doing a podcast with Claire Byrne. It's called Emma um, and Claire. And um it's So it's, it's not even Claire about.
1: and Emma. It's um yeah. that's where we're at now. And we're talking about true crime. Do you know what? There's a new I happened upon a new fucking... C- true crime podcast there called Car, which is the Irish for crime. We get it. We get it. You're an Irish oh, true crime podcast. I'm they sure they're fire. very good. I'm sure they're very good. That's up there which you know, Nicola turned I to laugh because Crime World was started a couple of months ago. So I've been slogging away at Crime Land for a year and then mm. Crime World comes along and knocks me from number Two hundred to knocks him from one eight nine to two hundred in the Argentinian true crime charts. Fuck off! Get your get you know what? Get your own podcast is what I have to say to Nicola, who's a very impressive podcast and is currently writing number one in the Irish podcast, it's Get your get you know what? <laughs> Stop writing my coattails. This
0: is it. People don't know what's going on in the background with all. These podcasts. Yeah, Only carries know.
1: big things, if you know one. And you know what's the nice thing about yourself? Yeah, so in here. Yourself and Claire. I hate mm. that the way I'm just, and then I'm just, oh, 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 Yeah, you are beautiful. <laughs> no matter what they say, Emma, you are beautiful. No, what a like. <coughs> Go on, what are we going to say? Go on. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say it'd be nice now, the way you won't be limited genre-wise in terms of the podcast rights, because you're keeping it light.
0: Claire is keeping
1: it. Claire is keeping it. um, I was going to say heavy, but no, serious, in the best possible way. And you're Mm -hmm. keeping it light. So it's just perfect marriage.
0: Yeah, because I think, obviously you can see how hilarious I've been on this episode. So what I'm gonna do is i'm gonna bring that to the podcast with Claire and i was bring this to... high
1: energy yeah <laughs> <laughs> Into d Forbes if you're listening we're ready arty.
0: we're ready for our player show. I think I'm just um don't know I think i've just i i think i I'm grand I think I've just given up though know, I, not on the, like not on this I think just in general I've completely <laughs> given up. I've lost all feeling of everything I don't know. I, I'm experiencing no emotions anymore of any degree. Wow, um, that's very alarming coming from you, Ems.
1: <laughs> it's gas because I haven't noticed any change in your personality at all. Then you're like, I'm dead inside. I know. Well, do what you know, when well, losing feeling in your legs, that's the one you have to worry about.
0: Maybe Don't sit we're on actually, that toilet for too long. Maybe it was like a kind of a twin thing maybe I was experiencing this emotional <gasps> yeah and you were feeling it through your legs maybe that's what it was but are you okay honestly Make before we wrap it up yeah I am I'm just finished my period that's all okay I was
1: say you have had a very good week
0: I'm just depleted yeah it's
1: been a lot but it's been I mean yeah. I think we'll put it down as one of the more successful weeks for you
0: Wait, you see, this post- This episode will be one of our best ones yet.
1: I'm telling you, back in to those the Argentine podcast say, charts.
0: The less I say, the better it does.
1: No, that's not true. But I'm just like, I'm sick of congratulating I podcasts where it's two Irish women killing it, putting up things like I'm on two million downloads and I'm delighted for them because I love all these women. I Are just want Garvey's to sponsor us. Goodbye, Emma. I <laughs> do.
0: I think they're trolling us now. So. You've seen that DM, Garvey's. I can see that I you've think, seen it. I think we should change the name up to Garvey's. To
1: Garvey's. Uh, I have another couple of ideas for potential sponsors, and I, I know this isn't how it works, but I am going to go <laughs> see who these sponsors Emma, do you want
0: to sign us off? God bless patrons. And well, hello to everyone else, but God bless patrons. Oh, wow.
1: This is what we call progress. Fair? Very that fair. fair. Yeah. Goodbye, Argentina.
0: Don't cry for me, Argentina. Beautiful Emma. Bye, babes. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.